0: On this week's episode of Friend Code, Brad and I are going to talk about Castlevania 2 for the NES. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Friend Code. I'm your host, Michael Damiani. This week, I'm joined by Brad Ellis. Hello. I kind of struggled there because, I'll be honest, Brad, when I'm introducing you, I don't know. I always say Bradley. Mm Mm-hmm. But like we just call you Brad. Yeah, that's usually so, what people call me. I know, so I'm always confused sometimes. In you the can moment. call me whatever you want. I'm really bad at that. I'm Either really bad, like acceptable. in the moment. I overthink things way too much, dude. <laughs> It's so dumb. Yeah, it's like the dumbest thing it's ever. All good man. Uh, no achievements today. No um, achievements, except that uh, I have beaten Castlevania Two. That's an achievement. So that's probably yeah. an achievement. That is. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna spend some time talking about Castlevania too, uh, in just a little bit. But I, I didn't only really want to just do that. Like I wanted to have a little bit of an opener here, mm-hmm. it's kind of relevant because there really hasn't been a lot of Nintendo news um, lately. Just nuggets of info here and there. But today, the Japanese Xenoblade uh, account put out some new character renders for uh, Xenoblade Chronicles. Defense definitive edition mm-hmm. and i know brad that you, you tried to play the original game on wii yeah I mean. and uh you had you had some thoughts about the visuals
1: yeah <laughs> i thought it was an extremely ugly game
0: all That's, around uh, i'm curious when did you try and play it what, what when it remember? first
1: came out i okay, bought so it you, the day it came out
0: so this is a thing where people are like oh yeah if you played to play recently of course it doesn't it was like no. when it was new
1: yeah it was like yeah that was quite because that's never happened to me before (laughs) that i can recall but something about the way it looked just really rubbed me the wrong way
0: so brad i want to show you these new character renders for xenoblade chronicles definitive edition that were posted today by the the japanese uh, xenoblade account and i want you just to basically rate them essentially okay Uh, uh however you feel the need to do that um i'm not gonna give you any more input on that but only thing we're going off of is that you played the original game Mm -hmm. came out and were turned off by the visuals so yes let's uh, let's try this out so i'm gonna we're gonna enter into for our our watchers right now we're gonna go into screen share mode um i apologize we have a little bit of a small we're gonna be a little bit smaller in the corner but you will still be able to see us so here we go so this is the this is the new Shulk render. Right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this is this is the, like the character art. So I have two in-game images for each character. So this so let's go through the we'll go through Shulk's first. So this is Shulk's okay. render. Oh, do I have to hit the.
1: Yeah, yeah, hit that.
0: All right. So this is the the first image. Nice close-up of his face.
1: Uh, much better than the original. Much better. So Damiani. I remember the characters in the original game looked like wax figures melting to me. Their
2: faces.
1: (laughs) Now, this looks like Shulk, like, cleaned up, ready to go. Not Waxy Damiani. He, like, it it reminds me a little more of Xenoblade 2. Like, they don't look the same, but it it just uh, invokes it a little more to me. But this is much better than the original.
0: And then there's another nice close-up right there. Much
1: better. Much, much better.
0: All right, next up. So
1: far, so good. Yeah.
0: Mhm. Fiona here.
1: Yeah, these are good, dude. These character models look so much better. It's like the developers heard me, just my cries out there in the the ether about the way the game looked for me, and they're <laughs> like, "Oh, here, here, we'll do exactly what you want, Brad. We'll we'll clean it up for you." And how could I not appreciate that?
0: got uh one more here i like this shot though yeah so this like i'm side by side like this Mm-hmm. yeah this, this is, is and like i i agree with you your vibe i just want to interject real quick here brad like them making it look a little bit more like uh this is like chronicles 2's art style mm-hmm. i'm seeing the word anime it looks more anime thrown around but sure
1: yeah but but it looks just better like it looked bad before i did not like the way it looked This just yeah. looks better
0: Sorry, I'm just getting a clarification on something real quick. Okay, um, yeah.
1: Sorry. Like, they were just a blurry mess before, dude.
0: Yeah. All right. Sorry, I was just uh, getting a name clarification. Just wanted to make sure I didn't say something wrong. Uh, that, all right, we got Ryan here. Ryan time. Okay.
1: Ryan time. Whoa. Oh. I didn't get that of the game.
0: Mm, okay. I played like
1: two hours.
0: Nice facial expression right mm-hmm. there.
1: Yeah, that's good. That's good. Dominic, so a thing for me with the original game was it wasn't just the character models. It was the world. Everything looked super, mm. super, like, blurry, I would say, and yeah. just, like, pixelated because, you know, it was a standard deaf game, and the game was so huge. I feel like a lot of the detail just kind of mashed together looked bad. But this, it looks a little more defined, like the plants behind them even look much better than the
0: original. The vegetation and stuff, like I was very impressed by how everything looked, like the detail and stuff in Mm -hmm. this. Um, Especially the future connected shots. The density of the vegetation, like how much was going on. Maybe they just picked a better shot there, but I've been very impressed mm-hmm. <laughs> very yeah. impressed with how the environments look in this game essentially yeah. um in definitive edition this is a good shot yeah like i like the shape like the sorry the de- the detail on the face i think yeah it looks good me. got Dunban oh, here
1: yeah uh some castlevania character right here
0: cool good stuff what do you think about the facial hair um i think it looks pretty good for
1: the switch hardware and like matching with the art style i think it looks pretty decent Mm -hmm. like to me the character models look like xenoblade two levels for what i remember in the amount of like detail and graphic power i guess you could say but to me it looks yeah definitely improvements
0: got charla next
1: okay yeah yeah these look pretty good the backgrounds are super blurry like right now i assume that's just because it's like a focus thing like yeah they're on doing the a depth of field
0: thing like the the character back here is a yeah. little out of focus and then yeah, the backgrounds. i completely. would i
1: really need to see how this game like looks when you're walking around because that'll i assume this was in the first game too is like huge environments like that's like a big thing of the mm. game I remember. So I'm curious to see how all that looks. But yeah, so far so so uh, good. These are pretty solid. She's got like, a huge gun.
0: Got Malia here.
1: Okay. <laughs> that hair, dude.
0: <laughs> I know. It's
1: like Cinnabon. <laughs> <laughs> But I was I think it looks pretty decent. This one looks a little more rough, this shot. Okay. Compared to the last. Like her face it looks a little higher resolution than her like her outfit mm. looks pretty low right there, but I don't know. It could just be the screenshot.
0: And then we got your hero pwn Ricky right here. Oh. Cool. <laughs>
1: yeah. This is good. This is all good stuff. What the hell's next to him? Like that pink.
0: Um, is it some other? That, I don't know. I forget. I don't know if that's in the village or where. Uh, I, I want. I'm not sure where this is technically. I forget.
1: Yeah, looks pretty decent. Yeah, looks pretty decent. Like the character, like his thing on his back, whatever, mm-hmm. like his stick back. It looks worse. Like definitely a step down from the characters. But it's like it's not that big a deal.
0: I'm curious what you think about the the, the face. Okay. Uh, um, just because... His face? Or that yeah, because it's face? flat. The flatness to it, basically. Yeah,
1: I think, like, for what it is, though, Damiani, I'm not, like, disgusted looking at it like I was in the first game. Like I said before, it's not like characters' faces are melting together. Mm-hmm. There's some definition standing out. But so far, so good, Damiani. I'm pleased what they've done.
0: So yeah, I'm I'm really happy to hear that you feel a little bit more optimistic and feel oh, pos- have dude, more positive vibes. I about already
1: this. pre-ordered the game, dude. It's going down.
0: I'm, I'm like happy because we're trying to get Huber to play it. Oh. Um, and originally, <laughs> maybe a little hard. It was the the Last of Us Two It was mm-hmm. coming out the same day, so Huber's like, I don't know, man. Like, yeah. I don't know if I'll get to it. And it was delayed, but now we know when it's coming out. It's coming out just like June 9th. So it's they just announced the release date today. Mm-hmm. The new one, so that's not too much further back, so I don't know if Huber's gonna end up getting to this, so you you're getting you and huber to play this, so I'm like mm-hmm. really happy you were on board and it's just
1: yeah I mean I beat, I beat two, so I kind of owe it to myself to play the first game
0: i i, I and I heard
1: people like the first game more than two so I'm
0: really curious what someone like you thinks playing two first and then going back to mm-hmm. one I mean, I mean this could be the probably the best version of one to play, yeah. yeah. I'm so curious to, to see what you think about it.
1: Tommy, all I like all I asked for that game was like an HD version of that game cuz like I think of Skyward Sword, Tommy, I think that game has a really strong art style, but I mm-hmm. think it looks pretty bad like resolution wise. It kind of holds it back. I think if it had just high def, it would look so much better. And that carries over resentably. Like obviously they did new character models for this too, which is nice. Cuz I don't think a lot of that would have translated as well.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I, I agree. I agree. I agree with that for sure. I do have a, I do have a patron question though, because mm. obviously, I think your opinion might be a little bit more formed once you play one, and then you have two and one under your belt. And sure, yeah. Maybe you can talk, speak to like the like the Xenoblade Chronicles series as a more of a whole. Um, but we have a patron question from uh, Ricardo. Uh, basically, wants to know on the subject of Xenoblade Chronicles, uh, the first title cemented itself as my favorite video game of all time. So much that they've bought this game five times. For wow! It, and pre-ordered the European collectors and U.S. standard edition. Wow! Uh, we don't need to get into collectors edition stuff, but the U.S. is getting the short end of the stick with, with this one. <laughs> yeah. uh, but their question in the panel is this: What's preventing this series from being Nintendo's Final Fantasy? And by that, I mean a multi-million seller blockbuster with worldwide name recognition.
1: So, I mean, there's only been two so far.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: The first game, or the second game, like, I think the second game was a good game. I enjoyed my time with it, but it never reached the heights of, like, when I think of, like, the best JRPGs. I hear this about one, so I'm very curious about that.
0: But I remember
1: the first game, its release was super weird. It was only at GameStop, I think.
0: Physical? So, North, really yeah, in North America, there was a, a campaign to try and bring out here Operation Rainfall. And then eventually, when it did come out, it came out uh, almost two years after the original Japanese release. <laughs> yeah. And it was only available through GameStop uh, exclusively or Nintendo's online shop right and those are only two ways so to, that holds it back it.
1: i don't know i don't think it was digital at the time either was it
0: no the digital release uh didn't happen till wii u when they added the wii version to the uh, e <laughs>
1: right that's right that a okay. few years ago yeah
0: i think you i i i i think you hit it right on the nose though that there's only been a few entries and t- officially there, there's Xenoblade chronicles Xenoblade chronicles 2 and then there's Xenoblade chronicles x which I forgot about it. X. X is yeah. like weird, though, isn't it? We don't, we like... don't need to get into the whole thing about the shared universe arguments and like evidence, basically, that all the Xeno games might I was be. say, is this
1: like Xeno Saga? Well, Xeno, Xeno Saga,
0: Gears? Xeno Gears, like the, there's a lot of evidence that shows they might be part of like a shared universe. There's some spoiler stuff I don't want to get into that mm-hmm. alludes to how that's all possible. But I think that's part of the thing, is there is a long history with the Xeno series, yeah and the thing is it's just been spread out different different systems different you know yeah. monolith soft under different it hasn't like, been flags. as easy
1: as final Fantasy yeah. just being like one two three
0: and then when we specifically talk about Xenoblade chronicles uh the nintendo era uh of, for monolith soft i think what you got so right what i was looking to at the beginning was that there's only been a few entries there's only been two, two in the chronicles yeah. and then x is its own thing and whether or not you know they're connected there's. Mm-hmm. Theories about that too and stuff. I, I think it's a maybe if they make like Xamarin Chronicles 3, assembly Chronicles 4. Yeah, a, they'll just keep it there. Better. They're just going to keep, I think Nintendo just has to keep supporting it because the original Final Fantasies, you know, we only got one on NES here mm-hmm. originally, and then they skipped to four, you know, two here two, on Super f- Nintendo. Yeah, I, Nintendo. I don't think it was till so like six that it really was a breakout it, series. Yeah, I mean,
1: honestly, it wasn't like they, it's, kind of insane to compare it to final fantasy almost regard because when seven came out like yeah it was just like you have to like change the genre almost to get like to a final fantasy level at a point like i'm not saying Xenoblade can't do that but it just hasn't yet
0: yeah i mean and to be fair the 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 thing that's kicked the started all this off this like journey to where we are today people like to say xenogears was all was a square soft game yeah and yeah. didn't. It was. It didn't rise to, through the ranks to become well, like another. I know it that had game has some problems. Yeah, <laughs> it has its issues. I mean, but then People when it went still to, love it. Yeah, but then when we went to Namco uh with Xeno Saga, they were trying to make that a big thing, and it also, you know, there's some issues there too. Did they
1: do the Dot Hack games too?
0: Who? Uh, Ban- Namco. Um let I let feel like those
1: games are coming out around the same time. I know they're completely different, but I always just had like the same vibe of those two or those two series. Uh, I don't know why.
0: It is Bandai Namco has uh, the Dot .hack games. Yes. Okay. And uh, I was trying to like click on like any one of them to see development, development, development. CyberConnect2 has been usually associated with them. Okay. Um, And yeah, some developers from some other uh jrpgs and mmos came and worked on them but yeah it's yeah it's basically been that
2: yeah Hmm.
1: well i mean if nintendo keeps treating Xenoblade like a big deal i think that'll help if they keep supporting it which it seems like they are because like what this is the the third version of this game i guess
0: yeah, because they had a, the 3DS version. Yeah. so um, Probably the maybe the worst version. I, I don't know. I didn't yeah, play it enough. Yeah, I was kind of really...
1: sad when that came out. I was like, oh, man, just put it on a console.
0: I know. I have it on my my new 3DS because it was a new 3DS exclusive. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one run on OG 3DS. Yeah, that's right. I just played it for a little bit, but I never went – that's not the way I want to play sure, it. Sure, yeah. Mode, like that small of a screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Switch portable, different story maybe. A little bigger, yeah. But yeah, uh, just a fun thing, one to play, but also this game. But also, yeah, I think Nintendo just needs to keep supporting this. Um, yeah. and, and maybe that will give it its best chance. But also, as you said, Brad, I don't know if Xenoblade Chronicles will ever be able to approach the level of success Final Fantasy has.
1: I mean, not a lot of games will do that, period.
0: Yeah. you Like, you had a Final Fantasy VII moment. Zelda had like its Ocarina of Time moment. Yeah. Some of these biggest series have yeah. these moments and they're hard to replicate. So yeah, I, really, anything, you know, like yeah. To me,
1: it doesn't even need to be that big though. As yeah. long as the quality's there, I think people will be happy and keep playing them.
0: I, I feel like Xenoblade um, it, it is something that Nintendo has started to really embrace and promote. And yeah. the brand is growing. And I think what I'd like to see it approach is Maybe more like Fire Emblem levels because Fire Emblem's pretty big now. Yeah, um, but even Fire Emblem's still not like you Final need, Fantasy levels. So if you
1: want to get bigger, you got to add shipping stuff into it, just like Fire Emblem. All of the connections between characters—that's what people want. Well,
0: there are bonds in Zombieland Chronicles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I,
1: I remember some bonds in two. They're, the,
0: they're like these, we got to
1: pick dates. You got to take the characters out and do all that stuff. They need all a that mobile, persona stuff. A
0: mobile gacha game.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, Zeal Chronicles coming May 29th. I always mm-hmm. get that date wrong. Um, uh, we've alluded to it on past episodes before, but there'll probably be a big, uh, big talk about that game once a bunch of us get to oh, yeah. play it. I'm stoked because yeah. like, you
1: love it, Ben loves it, Bloodworth loves it. So it's like, man, I got to play this.
0: But we are here today to talk about Castlevania, specifically Castlevania 2 originally (laughs) for the nintendo entertainment system follow up to original castlevania i'm just gonna i want to open this up brad by saying Mm -hmm. why i felt compelled to do this sure so i and my notes here i was like what i was thinking about i was like what let me walk me through the steps of how i got to this point it was basically after season three watching season three of castlevania netflix after watching that i just was reading a bunch of stuff in castlevania and said to myself man i really need to play the other original, like NES ones. Mm-hmm, I've played, played through the original, I've played Super Castlevania, but of the old, old ones, I've never really touched. I, I, I think I've played a few minutes of two. Always would like walk around the town, go write one screen and get be like, okay, this sucks or something like that. Right. And then I don't think I ever touched three. So uh, I had this desire to play it and I bought the Castlevania Anniversary Collection for Switch. I think it might have also been on sale at the time as mm-hmm. part of like the the Castlevania season three uh, promotional stuff so I went through and I played through one two and three again and I specifically wanted to talk about two, Brad mm-hmm. because this game is such a radical departure from the first game and also a radical departure from like most of the rest of the 2d series um, yeah <laughs> the, 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 for like the foreseeable future Like maybe later. I mean, it's not even like, I will not even call it a Metroidvania. It's not that at all. It's just something different. And it felt so that the discussions around it felt so analogous to Zelda 2, which I saw a few similarities here and there, but the fact that it was such a departure for a sequel. Mm -hmm. And my goal was, I heard how frustratingly hard and cryptic this game was. And I'm always curious about how people who never played the old old Zelda games, especially 1 and 2, go back and play them. I, I can't have that experience of like how challenging are they really if you try and play them in 2020 with no help? Is it right. really that bad? Des- like the design that bad? So I tried to beat it with no help. And I will say I got stuck and needed a hint on what one item did. And once I f- was told what that did, <laughs> I wasn't on my way. It mm-hmm. took me several hours to beat it, Brad. Yeah, sure. So... What's your experience with this game, Brad? Uh,
1: two. So, I played two when I was very young. And I, I just I, – I gave up on it or whatever. I didn't know okay. what to do at the yeah, time. Yeah. This was when I was probably like six or something like that or five. Then I think in junior high, I went back to it and actually played through the whole game and beat it. And <laughs> my, my memory of the game was not great. I'm not I'm really a fan of two. Then when the collection came out, I went through and I played through the trilogy again and I played through two and I was like, okay, let's go through two again. Maybe it's not as bad as I remember. St- still not a fan.
0: So Still don't care about it. All right. I will say, having played it blind, there there's a lot of design flaws with this game. Uh, yeah. It's definitely a product of its time. Yes, uh, absolutely. This would, never, this would not fly you. You know, any game was going for this style. I think this there need, just like, I would admit, like the original, like maybe the original Zelda and Zelda Two might need a few tweaks here and there to mm-hmm. give a little bit more information and feedback to the player to be a little bit more fair. <laughs> uh, I became a little bit obsessed with this game, Brad. Sure, yeah, I, I was doing. I, I think I've played through it at least ten times now. <laughs> ten. <laughs> and I I mean, it's something. It's like it's it's something. If I just like am bored and need something to do for like an hour. Yeah, I'll just jump in and play it. And sure. uh, there was even a point where I was trying to beat it without dying.
2: Mm-hmm. I
0: will say I was able to beat it without getting a game. Uh, there's not really... A, so there's not a game over in this game. I should explain some basics for our, our listeners right. who aren't too familiar with this game. So as I was saying there, there's not really a game over in this game. You have three lives, but uh, when you die, you, you anytime you die, you just get reset on the, the screen you're on. You get sent back to the beginning of the screen or like a safe spot on the screen... Uh, when you die and when you get lose all your lives and you do get a game over and you, you start you start in the same spot uh, of that screen but there's a currency there are these hearts you collect from enemies then it, it just treat it like money it's it's but it's it's used to buy stuff but it's also used to level up so unlike the original castlevania these aren't linear that's lo- not linear mm-hmm. levels it is you can go left or right you start in a town you can go left or right and as you get to the edge of the screen it'll load a new screen and it these are linear paths you still going to go down some have like a staircase you can go up or down to choose like going uh like there's a, like one or there's a few branching paths mm-hmm. but in general it's all about like making headway you can't progress past the part maybe go back and get something so it's kind of like the prototype of Metroidvania stuff. I mean Metroid already exists. Yeah. It's somewhere in between Metroidvania and like level based. If there's like a half step towards that. Uh, But other important things real quick, it has a a day night cycle. This is this is pretty important. Uh I found it I find it I found it really annoying at first Mm -hmm. because you want to just explore Brad. You just want to go out and explore and then it's like every amount of time it will switch, and you have this stupid dialogue box that interrupts you, mm-hmm. and says like the infamous line about what a terrible night to have a and curse and stuff yeah. and then like the morning light has like you know Van- yeah vanquished, vanquished the, the horrible thing yeah blah blah blah. so it interrupts it, but mechanically, and it's, or, sorry from a design perspective, enemies become like twice they do harder, twice yeah, the night. damage or take twice the amount of hits to kill, mm-hmm. so it makes it harder at night, and Shops the music are closed, changes. too yeah the towns you can't enter any of this stuff in the towns and then there are also undead green look neon green looking like Like zombie things that just stroll around that you have to kill or look out for as well um so that was kind of i think that's kind of unique for that time doing a a, and there's a timer in the menu that kind of shows you it tells you every 22 in-game minutes or something like that it's going to change and so you can have a heads up um I, but I, I think for a newcomer it's a little too quick and a little frustrating but it does play an important role
1: mm-hmm. yeah keep going i want to oh sorry off. uh yeah. the,
0: the important role it plays because the other awesome thing about this game it has multiple endings mm-hmm. there are three endings and it depends on how many days it takes you to beat dracula or to you know beat the game essentially you have like there were conflicting reports on different sites, but from the best I can understand, you have like five to, well, if you beat it within five to seven days, and I think also maybe deaths or game overs factor in, you get the best ending. Then, then there's like, a, if you take like more than that, but less than like 14 days or 20 days or something, you get like a the, the normal ending, and then there's a bad ending. Mm-hmm. Um, and on my first playthrough, I got the normal ending, which is, hey, you were successful, but... So the premise of this game, we should back up. Yeah, sure. The yeah. premise of this game is it is a direct sequel. It is a direct yeah. sequel to Castlevania. You are still Simon Belmont, um, but they're, like, Dracula. You, you've been cursed by Dracula, essentially. Like, you're going to die unless you mm-hmm. find a way to remove this curse. You're like slowly rotting and stuff from the inside. And you need to basically recollect the five parts of Dracula to reassemble him and then permanently destroy him so that you can lift the curse. In the normal ending, you do destroy him, but you weren't in time to lift the curse, so you still are going to die. You're mm-hmm. eventually going to die. <laughs> yeah. So you're like in front of this tombstone, it's like, oh, it's time to go die. And I think in the worst ending, you like are dead and like Dracula's going to rise again and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And in the best ending, you do lift the curse and it has a little cool tease at the end. Like when you leave the, uh, the Dracula's tombstone, like a hand pops out from the <laughs> ground and stuff. It's pretty cool. Yeah that's cool yeah um yeah so day night thing i think now though brad it isn't as bad for me um i like and now i have like expected spots where it's like it should change about here it should change about there it's not that Mm -hmm. bad um but the weird thing a really bad uh thing to deal with in terms of a new player jumping into this uh what is one thing when you talk to npcs and get information it's kind of like a staple of any like game in terms of like learning what to do and learning clues and stuff like that. Right. Mm -hmm. There are NPCs in this game that lie to you. They don't tell you the truth. Yeah. So you can go investigating a clue and it's not real. And you're just like, what the hell? Now couple that with the fact that some of this is this cryptic localization nonsense from back in the day. And you can tell why this would get really frustrating fast. Mm -hmm. Got a Nintendo power yeah you need that Nintendo power like all that power hotline like mm-hmm. I, I wonder it'd be really cool to talk to someone who did like the localization for this like was this on purpose or yeah or, you know because some are just like out like there are actually some truths that aren't totally correct and vice versa in terms of the localization but that was an experience Brad mm-hmm. because I uh talking to NPCs and stuff I'm, I'm just like so curious and they'd say all this weird stuff dude like there's a sixth tree or something there's a burning fire I'm like, what the what are you yeah. talking about what the hell but, are you talking about yeah but there are crazy things in this game brad yeah the, i think the craziest moment was learning going to a the edge of a map which is supposed to be a cliff and kneeling down with a certain gemstone yeah and it summons a whirlwind, whirlwind. yeah and it warps you to another spot like yep. what super weird but cool, the
1: idea of it's cool. Yeah. So I mean that's my problem with this game, or a lot of my problems with this game, is there's really cool ideas. I don't have a problem with things changing, but just so how much of it executed to me is not good. And hold on i should let you finish before i just really get into this oh no go
0: ahead because like i, I want well I want i'm gonna to go i'm so just here. gonna
1: talk about like everything what i don't like Be- about this oh game. yeah no no go ahead
0: because like i i mean i, w- I would just want to riff off of that like what oh, i okay. like and didn't like i mean i don't need to give like an o anymore of so
1: I'm, I'm way cool with the idea of exploring this area you know kind of like like feeling like you're on a quest uh finding all these pieces and everything like but Going one thing I really love about Castlevania games is the environments, and this game is there's like three environments the entire freaking game, like the forest, the mansion, and like some caves. Oh man, okay. Bad. There's like three boss fights in this game, and they all suck. They're bad, and you can just you can kind of just walk by them. Like they're not a challenge. They're really boring. the The mansions, dude, suck they're so boring they're just the same design just with a different color palette they're not interesting to go through the uh, hidden blocks damiani i hate the hidden blocks okay.
0: dude so yeah the mansion let me let me start the mansions of bosses there let's talk about that for a second so i i was ex- after the first dungeon like the first mansion this is in plain sight like yeah. you're just gonna go right you'll eventually come across it um there's like an invisible there's so there's there there's an invisible platform if you don't have like the white gem you won't see it but it's still there right. you don't even need it i found out which is kind of fun to do mm-hmm.
2: yeah that's um, cool
0: but like it has like the original nes castlevania the 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 whole thing about if you walk too far on a screen and walk back enemies will reload that was kind of like a rite of passage like troll challenge thing that made it harder and, yes. and this thing it actually ends up as being like dumb and frustrating um because you and, have
1: to backtrack a lot more but it
0: can be used to be farmed so yeah well let me talk to speak to your point real quick sorry um the actual mansions i like you go inside they look like these brick not not brick but like these stone block temple things that like look more like a zelda 2 temple yeah and even zelda 2's temples look more like have more atmosphere yeah better going for it these are just like weird block puzzle like There's not a lot of platforming. It's going up a bunch of stairs. It's basically, yeah, you've got to figure out a path forward. And there are a lot of hidden block things where you're going to use there's an item called the the holy water in this game. Once you buy it, it's infinite. Um a lot of the other items you buy use up your heart currency. So hearts are pretty much for everything in this game. Yeah. Um, but the holy water is infinite. So you get into like like Zelda 2 or sorry, Zelda 1 saw bombing trying to bomb walls, you don't know which one the bomb. You just like throwing out holy waters and everything
1: and then you're doing this like the whole game too and it's
0: hilarious brad how um i think three of the five manners they're called manners i believe three of the five of them are extremely short once you know what to do Mm -hmm. yeah and it's they're yeah they don't feel that fun honestly uh they felt overwhelming at first and a little intimidating but knowing their tricks it's not they aren't that great also, you have to track down an NPC in each of them mm-hmm. and buy uh, the a oak stake yeah. to break the orb at the end of each uh, dungeon to get the item. Um, but, like, bad programming, uh, you, you can, like, miss, you can throw, or if you break it and get it and leave, the orb can come back. So, I can see it would be confusing, And but if like, you don't have enough currency, you're like, oh, yeah. I'm screwed, gotta leave and stuff. So it's yeah. I don't know it's how. It's like
1: I mean, even when you break the orb, dude, you gotta walk out of the dungeon. Yeah, you gotta
0: backtrack. That's part of the. I mean, it's, just it's like oh. A few of them have the the shortcuts back, but a lot of them. There's two in particular. One has a really freaking lengthy backtrack, and it's mm-hmm. meant to be annoying and stuff. But your point, but Brad, real quick, your point about the bosses you will like the one of the most iconic boss fights in castlevania is death
1: death yeah and death
0: is in here and <laughs> yeah. he's throwing scythes and shit at you and stuff well you don't have to beat him you just walk under him yep go to the next room there's the orb and you break it and he can leave and go back under him yep it's not required i was I, like wait what do you have to fight carmela i don't remember you do so you okay. need the cross because that lets you break uh a, the bridge blocks okay uh, in uh to, to go to dracula's castle mm-hmm. but even that fight just like the, the pattern for her is she like she just moves in a circle you just hit her and then some uh, and then she'll stop at the pinnacle sometimes and drop down uh fire orbs mm-hmm. and you can just like stand there and dodge them or hold up your shield because uh each of the we should uh each orb that you break at the end of a dungeon gives you a part of dracula yeah like each like of these has something. each of these have like a unique ability or a use the most useful one is like the the rib, the bone-looking one, because it gives you a shield that will reflect mm-hmm. projectiles. And again, like Carmilla is just like you just stand there, hit her when she moves around in a circle. Doesn't attack you while she's moving in a circle, and then like her one attack you just sit there and block it. So there's like no skill, no innovation. It's very boring and straightforward. It it doesn't even come close to the tension and the intimidation yeah. factor of. The original <sighs> game or pretty much any of the games the dracula fight is probably the only one that has yeah. some challenge to it but brad there's an item in this game called laurels that make you it just... in temporary invincibility yeah and if you bring those fight or any fight you just pop them and you just can like spam yeah but yeah the dungeons the 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 manners are a little underwhelming i think the challenge is figuring out how to get to the rest of them um yeah, that's like the that's, biggest puzzle aspect and then like figuring out how to like progress in them mm-hmm. with like the block puzzle invisible blocks are blocks you can break it's a combination it's just, of that stuff it, it's weird
1: i don't have a problem with the idea of doing that stuff i just feel like it's very tedious actually doing it because it just takes like forever to get from one side of the map to the other a lot of the game is the same so you're like i don't you know where the hell i am kind of thing right now like even the towns look pretty much the same some of them just have, like, water in different areas, I guess.
0: Yeah, they're, they're very similar. Like, they're, it, I mean, it's also a product of its time. Like, NES games, there are some limitations. Here's the thing, though, that makes –
1: when I think of this, when I compare this game to Zelda 2 or something like that, what I think was really smart of Zelda 2 to actually have was the, the world map. You could kind of go out and explore, and you'd be like, oh, okay, this is where I am, actually, in the game. I know where I am now. Instead of Castlevania, where you're
0: just like, oh, okay, uh, did I miss it four screens back? brad this is a good point because this game needed a map this game yeah desperately if it needed a map. had a there, map i think it there had is map. a artwork of an official map uh like it almost like zelda 2 styles official map art um any like it's really cool style but i was like this is how the the layout of everything is whoa i like because you're only going left or right on the on the world map like the mm-hmm. screens on the world but you don't really get a sense of which direct, like you, the game's trying to make you think I'm like you could travel more than like two directions. Like you yeah. get to the spot. It's, it, I think that's a big disconnect and I think it hurts the, uh, I don't and It's not just the immersion. It just hurts like your bearings sometimes to figure out, oh, especially yeah. once you get whirlwinded away, you're like, where am I when you mm-hmm. go left and right? You're so lost. Mm-hmm. First, it's so confusing. And yeah, like, I think it hurts that, there wasn't enough done to differentiate between some locales especially the towns because even in zelda 2 like there's like a desert town they yeah actually, there's like, desert yeah there's they, like a the swamp some area subtle things they do that let you know you're in a different town mm-hmm. in a different area um so yeah i kind of agree with you uh w- with that um it's just like a guilty pleasure of mine like going through those and oh, stuff sure. it's like sure. that the other thing is the, the areas I hate the most, Brad, are the swamps. <laughs> those <laughs> yeah. stupid things. They, there's part at least two parts in the game that you have to go through where you have to trudge through swamp water, which slows you down. Mm-hmm. And there are enemies that fire projectiles hidden in them and stuff. So it's meant to just be like uh, – this, like this, uh, it's basically like, H, like an equivalent of dot. Like your HP is just ticking away, this mm-hmm. melting away. And if you don't have those laurels – you, you, like they're meant to like be deterrents for like you're not supposed to get past this part until you have this item and stuff and it's the screams i mean it's nes style a lot of games of this trick but man is it like if you don't have that item it's just it's just these long bogs and i hate it like i mm-hmm. wish they could have like done something else with those parts they're like my least favorite parts mm-hmm. of the swamps
1: yeah my biggest disappointment in this game is just the environment's Coming from just one where you have like yeah. so many, like going through the castle and everything feels super different in the castle each stage. And this is just kind of all the same throughout. I feel like it was like a huge step back. The platforming is just like non existent almost, I would say. They compared to some, one.
0: So there's some shenanigans with the platforming. So there is platforming but like, in this game. Like,
1: let's say platforming is at like an eight and one. This oh. is like at a two
0: or a three maybe. They don't, yeah, there's a lot of, so they do some really questionable things i will say There, in especially in the, like the the manners there are some mm-hmm. jumps where you have to like be over the edge like you'll be low and you have to jump up to a high spot and it's a really challenging jump to do on the fly and even doing it slowly it's like very easy like you'll clip the wall and like you'll be mm-hmm. sent back down and die basically yeah but on the overworld there are a few parts where there are these moving blocks yeah, oh, there's, above there's, the water. There's right. some janky physics here, and I figured it out. When they're moving down, your jump trajectory will be very short. When they're moving up, oh, it like kind of gives you good. a boost. <laughs> so like you got to figure that out, and it's yeah. very brutal. I mean, you can make it on like without that, but it's it, like the, the 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 window for some of these jumps. If you don't know what you're doing, is very brutal um and a l- borderline unfair. Like a lot, I think yeah. a lot of this game is just will feel unfair to a newcomer. But I, uh, to your point about the environments, I still like the concept of what I mean. What this game was trying to do, yeah, Instead of exploring like a world, yeah, uh, like the different villages. It just loses so much. Like that, they throw out names, You're and like, like you what until you this? get until you get like the the fire ability, which is even needed to beat the game. Mm-hmm. It's like in one of the caves, you gotta go like down into the left, and then like you break up these two blocks. You step in there, and an old man disappears out of nowhere. It's, like yeah, here's the right. gift of fire, like. Uh, yeah, there, 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 there's like you can't like read the signs on towns. I think until you have that or some item, Mm -hmm. you don't even know when they keep talking about the names of forests and these these villages. Like, wait, what is what? There's nothing in words in Zelda Two. There's a sign at the front says Town of whatever here, and the map, as you said, the overall map really helps like with your bearings. I think that's just the missing ingredient that would have made this a little more manageable. for sure. But there's like, that cryptic stuff, man, they really pushed the edge <laughs> of cryptic. Yeah. Like, going to a certain few spots and have to drop a garlic, and then an old person teleports out of nowhere. It's like, here's a blade, a silver dagger that you can now use. And, like, here's – I think if you beat Death, you get, like, a gold dagger. Like, there's these daggers. Like, what do mm-hmm. they do? And then you go into some houses and villas in the towns, and there's, like – they all look the same. The rooms all look the same. I mean, same thing with, like, older yes. – like You can tell the two does is. Yeah. But – You got to break blocks and sometimes they're in the middle, sometimes on the edge and there might be an NPC down there who sells you stuff. There might just be a crazy lunatic down there and just says spouts nonsense. It's, Mm -hmm. it's kind of fun. Then like, what are you going to get down there? And I I don't know, like there's, there's some appeal to it, but at the same time, know what you're getting into. Yes. Uh, It's a, I feel like there's a little bit more rhyme and reason to some other games than this. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I feel like Castlevania 2 just kind of drifted away from what I loved about Castlevania. At least with one, obviously they went back to it, but like the like the great stages, going to the stages, the different environments. There's like a decent amount of monsters
0: I remember in two, but like no, oh, yeah. there's
1: not a lot of cool boss fights. There's three, they all pretty bad. Like, yeah, the
0: the lack of compelling boss fights, the fact that even each manor doesn't even have like one.
1: E- every manor should have something at the end, and like
0: it should be that. required to progress to the yeah. orb. I mean, that, I, I think it's a bold choice to, to be like, hey, this is optional. You do not mm-hmm. have to do this stuff. I, I, the, again, like, there's just a lot of potential and concepts in here that – Yeah, there's like that, a
1: lot of cool concepts in this game, but they don't trade sure. it out well.
0: And, it, yeah, it was definitely an interesting experiment. The, yeah, like, buying stuff. Like, there, there's two things in here that was – when it comes to, like, currency and, and buying stuff, uh, your whip. Mm-hmm. uh you don't get i mean the original uh, all the other games you like basically just get hit, like a candle. Yeah, candle or something it mm-hmm. drops like the the improvement and you level up to like your best cane uh your whip sorry and and this one you got to buy them mm-hmm. and it's interesting because you can ignore some of them and like save up and just buy like the best one and that will like supersede everything else you can accidentally buy inferior ones and it will give you the inferior one oh, and override your old one which sucks, is kind of funny man. Yeah, uh, but I kind of like how there's like there's the regular whip, there's the thorn whip, there's the chain whip, and then there's the more morning star. Huh? Is
1: there a flame whip too? Is and that then the there's last the one?
0: flame one. Yeah. When you find the NPC, he'll like, oh, I'll give you the power to burn away evil, which is mm-hmm. really awesome. Yeah, but like they feel almost essential because each manner, the damage required to kill base enemies feels like it doubles each time. It, yeah, it goes up. So like if like there's enough whips to counter that, and I I I kind of like that encouragement. But uh, at the same time, like, your own skill, if you feel like you're good enough, you could get through those. I-, I mean, that part I did like, actually. Uh, the items that the trading sequence with the gems, are, like, the white gem is needed to reveal platforms in the first manner. Then you need the blue gem to lower the water levels, another mm-hmm. kneeling thing. That was kind of cool, like, lowering or lowering kneeling. the water. You and then you go, go underwater it. or mm-hmm. underground and stuff like that. Um that was kind of cool. Yeah. Um Yeah, I like the idea of upgrading the whip and stuff. There's just a lot of optional stuff in there and uh, some of that stuff I don't know how uh, much easier. I think the flame thing was kind of nice cuz it holds things in place for you. Mm-hmm. But, and the other stuff has better range. Like obviously like the daggers have range, but man, like I just felt I felt satisfied and content with just like a whip in for sure, yeah. this game. It's kind of weird. Whereas the other, like basically, I'm trying to say, like Castlevania One, I felt those secondary weapons, those items were essential, the like old, very essential.
1: Castlevania Two is definitely the easiest out of the original trilogy. Like not figuring out what to do, but like going through oh, and yeah. fighting enemies is by far the easiest one.
0: The I think yeah, the only way you die in that game is if you when you know what to do. Uh, you is slip on a block, or you, something. yeah, you, you fall off on a dumb thing, or you're just too aggressive and you don't like buy the right items mm-hmm. like the, the swamps basically for me it's the swamps like I'll try and just like make them through without that and it's like mm, you yeah. should have done about that thing that's <laughs> why you're gonna die right now yeah like it's, it's strategic deaths because you do get your full health back and the thing the last thing I think we didn't mention is there are levels in this game for your character
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, the more well,
0: uh, if you collect a certain amount of hearts you will increase your life bar essentially and that makes things way easier yeah. That um,
1: definitely the Zelda 2 thing right there
0: mm-hmm. but uh the music the daytime theme is uh bloody tears bloody tears mm-hmm. nice rendition and in the nighttime is like that was the,
1: the, uh, the first introduction of it
0: that song like it's kind of cool yeah i think two
1: has some decent music or some good music actually i don't know about the manor
0: music though dude i don't remember it it's probably not even good uh i thought it was okay um i i I, I love the 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 music that plays leading up to like when you're in dracula's okay
1: i like that part of the game going through the castle when it's like
0: that like that like rooting music there's nothing there's nothing there but it's really cool because you think there's gonna be shit there you're Mm -hmm. like my first time going through i was like okay what crazy shit am i gonna get into now like what enemies await me and you're just walking through It's like am i gonna go through the whole castle again like what is this and then you just come to, like, it's the Dracula fight. Mm-hmm. And it felt like a Ninja Gaiden fight. Yeah. I was where you start hurling out Dracula? tons of scythe. And he starts, like, teleporting all over the Dude, <laughs> I thought it was death the first time.
1: Oh, like it too? I, I think of Dracula from one to that. And mm-hmm. just, like, completely different. Like, throwing the scythe, dude. I was like, whoa, what the hell? It does not
0: feel like a Dracula-style right. Castlevania fight at all. It is uh, completely- I looked
1: at the Manor song. That song is sick.
0: Okay, so you do like it? Yeah, that's all, all right. That's yeah, probably... the
1: game I think has good music.
0: It doesn't have too many tracks by recall. No, no, but I mean not a lot. But they're cool. Of those earlier games didn't. Um, this that pa- has a password system. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first game didn't have that, right? Right. There's two. Yeah. So uh, that was kind of nice uh, because it didn't have like a save system. So there's no right. like battery back save. So at least you could. Retain your progress. And again, mm-hmm. the penalty for game over is you lose all of your heart currency. Mm-hmm. So again, sometimes it felt strategic. Like I've just spent all my stuff. I'm Might good. Well I only reset. have a like handful. Um, I'm at to start a really hard stretch. I'm just going to die real quick and reset my lives and sure, stuff. Yeah. Like it's not that bad. Um, I think that was actually a good choice mm-hmm. to do. I'm sorry, the, the riverboat guy. I just, just popped into my head because right. you need to like. There's this river boat dude who uh-huh. you're told about who will take you across the river to another side of the <clears throat> of the world. <laughs> and if you just talk to him normally, he's like, "Sure, I'll take you to a good place." <laughs> yeah, you're like, he uh... just like takes you back and forth. And then if you show him Dracula's heart, he's like let me show you the way and he like takes you to like another manor which is kind of cool mm-hmm. but there's these like two like mermin se- things that pop up as you travel each time and like they just don't you- they don't hit you mm-hmm. i was so i think they're there to jump scare you to make you try and like react Broadway, and maybe get yeah. hit by them by accident and fall off <laughs> but like the dude like the dialogue for that part was just like he's just, like this just troll riverboat person i was like mm-hmm. what um some dumb thing i did some dumb things though for those clues brad someone told me to meet them at midnight by the riverside some lady mm-hmm. i was just like sitting there forever at night like kept coming back at night like are you gonna show up am, yeah am i just being dumb right now <laughs> I <was just> <laughs> and i was like oh they're npcs who lie yeah this is probably one of those instances yeah yep. um one small final minor uh, issue with the game is uh, toggling between items in the menu. You have two rows. Mm-hmm. You have your, like, key items um, that can do things. Like, the again, the rib can give you the shield. And then you have, like, your sub-weapon ones, like the laurels, the stakes. And when you use up all of one, it doesn't show the cursor there anymore. So, like, I would be confused as to which line my cursor was on to switch. Hmm. So I'd always accidentally – early on, I'd accidentally switch the wrong row. Which would lead, or it would default to another item, and I didn't realize it. I would accidentally use shit I didn't mean to use, and it was like, no, I would just yeah. wasted that. Like really yeah. frustrating about that. <laughs> Whereas like other games, they clearly show you the cursor at all yeah, times. Yeah, definitely. So it was a bit of a misstep there, in my opinion. Definitely. Yeah. But yeah, Castlevania too. Uh, uh, yeah, an interesting game. Yeah, unique experiment of a game.
1: I definitely encourage people to try it out. And see if it's free or not
0: yeah try i would try playing it for as long as you can without any help and stuff to see how like ridiculous sure yeah these types of games are but then like look up a guide and just like get like read us them only as much as you need for a little bit more direction and try it that way because i did feel i did feel a good amount of satisfaction finally beating it mm-hmm. um the first time i was like yeah i beat this mm-hmm. uh kind of hard old cryptic nes game this feels good
2: mm-hmm yeah
0: and then uh, I went on to play Castlevania 3, I was like, oh, Ooh. wow, this is much better. <laughs> yeah, much harder, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, talk about ranching halves, recruiting. Brad, so be- I will say this, but I don't want to – we're not doing a Castlevania 3 talk, but I do want to say this. Uh, I finally made the damn connection between this and, uh, and Bloodstained – or not Bloodstained, uh, uh, the, the – circle the, what is the freaking NES style one? Curse of the Moon? Curse of the Moon, geez. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I never made that connection, because I never played 3 before. And (laughs) when I was playing through 3, I was just like, yo, this is Curse of the Moon. Oh, I get it now. Yeah, (laughs) Recruiting characters, they come and go, like, Mm -hmm. multiple paths. And that had a world map. That had the world map. That's like all Castlevania 2 needed, was that type of world Yeah, it would have helped a lot. Big time. Mm. So...
1: You've beaten one, you've beaten two you mm-hmm. haven't, have you beat three
0: yet i beat I, I beat it with a cipher, so okay. I did that, and Sypha, then I cool. started a bit of a new game plus with them mm-hmm. and I got to a part where I got glitched, I think oh uh, so you know the part there's a sequence where there's rising water, and there's a boss fight at the end of it. And the... the water could keep rising and you can die during the fight. Is it including... like
1: the Hydra thing, the Hydra boss? or is that a different game? I forget that what it was game? at this
0: point. But the orb that drops can drop into the water. Oh. So I was using the save state stuff to to like this at this point because it was getting a little frustrating. Sure, yeah. And I save stated it so that on the like probably the last possible frame I could get the orb and still live. But when it loaded the next level, nothing worked. I couldn't oh. hit any of the item flank candles. Hit detection for like the edge of the screen wasn't working. Oh, no. And I got to a part where there's supposed to be a jump you make and I hit an invisible wall and it do like portal effect, where I keep falling up, down, down, oh, up, no. down, up, down, up. <laughs> and like, I couldn't get out of it. I was oh, like, oh, man, that's brutal. So I think I glitched something by not beating the level before correctly. Mm-hmm. So I gave up there. So I'm kind of, I might go back and try and play through all the paths at some point. Sure. But I did beat it once with Scythe uh, with cool. and stuff like that. I saw that. Have you played 4? Uh, oh, Super Castlevania? Yeah. Oh, that's the one i played four. the most. Okay, it's, yeah. It's,
1: so it's very good.
0: It's probably... I, I mean, I, I has a very, very big place in my heart. I mean, Damn. I know Rondo Blood and Symphony of the Night get most of the, the praise. Oh, no, I mean, dude. 4 is like one of the four best. 4 for me is just like, oh, yeah. it's so fun. Have you played Rondo Blood? Mm-hmm. Kay. I played through Rondo Blood. I played through Symphony of the Night. Mm-hmm. Um, the PSP Castlevania uh collection thing yeah I'm, that's played through yeah, that version as remake well. plays all that and don't i played through castlevania 64 <laughs> okay yeah uh but i have not played the other castlevania 64 curse uh, oh what was it
1: it's not curse of darkness it's uh legacy of darkness maybe Here, Castle- it might be legacy of darkness
0: castlevania 642 let's go '64 two. legacy <laughs> of darkness yes yeah uh i never played that one and i never played any of the ps2 ones i did not play lords of shadow or lords of shadow oh really no i I like
1: the ps2 ones but they're like the first one i would say is like a flat seven Hmm. and the second one is like a six okay but they're still cool especially three or curse of darkness is the sequel to three so that's where you're like you're Isaac in that game, or no? Oh. Sorry, no, Hector. Hector, Hector and Isaac okay. in
0: Okay. I think I've played maybe one of the Game Boy or DS ones. I can't remember which.
1: Oh, the Metroidvania ones.
0: Yeah, I played at least one of those. Dawn of sorrow, maybe. And I trying are to think of any other. Oh, Circle um, Moon. Well, in the collection. No, in the collection. What are, what are, what is that weird style one? In the col uh the kid dracula one? Oh, i played through kid dracula oh, okay <laughs> i did play through that that was yeah. something else yeah i was like what the hell there's like some goofy capcom style yeah like, yeah. M- like mega man light game uh no the more like genesis turbo graphic style oh, Gen- bloodlines yeah like yeah like, that's the genesis one dude that one was insane yeah that one's sick there was one where like they invert the controls at one point for yeah. or flip upside down.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I was that was digging that one. That mm-hmm. was hard yeah, too. It was fun. Yeah, but yeah, man.
1: There's a ton of them.
0: I feel like yeah. I feel like there's still a few I need to like definitely play through. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd be curious to see what you think about Lords of Shadow, that the two <sighs> games. Well, there's three. Oh i think i played the handheld one mirror fate i think it's called or something like so that. i either did a preview or gameplay for it, the game trailers i did okay. something with mirror fate okay i was not impressed by mirror yeah fate. and that's like, why uh, i was so worried about metroid 2 the remake oh Mercury sure steam was handling that yeah. as well It's like don't know about this but it <laughs> to be okay yeah yeah cool um I have a uh, question, a Castlevania-related question. Oh, okay. from, uh, from Morgan Mahala, mm-hmm. with the success of the Netflix show and the recent re-releases of Rondo of Blood and Symphony of the Night, what do you expect is next for the Castlevania franchise? More collection <laughs> releases, a new game release? Could Konami possibly consider licensing the franchise or even selling it?
1: All of that is possible. I would love if they gave the license out to someone or just, or you know, someone else made it or whatever. I could see a collection of the, the Metroidvania games because we haven't gotten that, like all the Game Boy Advance ones, mm-hmm. the DS ones. I wonder how they would do
0: because some of them had touch screen stuff. Well, did you see how Mega Man uh, ZX collection handled it? I didn't see the touch screen so, stuff. So I haven't played it, but I saw it, watched the trailer. I mean, i watched videos. They basically emulate uh, a side screen that's supposed to be like uh, the, the touch inputs mm-hmm. on like a side panel. Oh, so okay. like, they, they, like, there's like a little bit of a crop on the width. I, I mean, see. I think the Game Boy resolution isn't enough to fill up the switch screen anyway or the DS resolution. So they put the game full frame as much as they can. And on the side, you can move a cursor or use the D pad or or to select the stuff that was originally on the touchscreen. So they they emulate it that way. So maybe they can do something like that. If that would work. I'd be sick. I'd be down with that. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I would love Castlevania to come back like a brand new game. Like that's not a pachinko machine or something like a real legit game. Like that'd be awesome but uh, i don't know when it's in konami's hands like collections yeah that's definitely possible
0: i mean we saw the rumors about silent hills getting a yeah. reboot and konami working with like yeah. sony and like potentially s- totally happen. even like licensing or selling potentially selling the franchise sony mm-hmm. um who knows what's really happening with that but the same thing yeah like castlevania i mean we've listed off before several developers i think 3D, you want from software for like a 3D Castlevania? Yeah, 3D is what I want the most. 2D, I'd be like, give it to Yacht Club or give it oh, to. Oh sure,
1: like they would all, yeah, Yacht Club would do an awesome uh, job with that.
0: Yeah, Team Cherry or something like that, like give give it to one of them mm-hmm. who've proven themselves with those 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 recent teams. Yeah, Team inches. Cherry, yeah, that'd be yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, like Blood Scene definitely helps, like. Mm-hmm help that craving i have for like gothic or metrovanias which is great like i love that but i definitely want like a 3d castlevania game again
0: yeah and the reason i think about 3d castlevania and potential is just like i mean obviously we have like the templates from like the from soft games but Mm -hmm. looking back at castlevania 2 that concept in 3d better realize like yeah that's the world you're exploring because you can't just do like the metroidvania or level-based one-to-one you, mm-hmm. you gotta think of a different hook and i've seen the challenges that metro or sorry Metroid, <laughs> that's what he's trying to de- deal with in the 3d space and just brainstorming ideas that's what i'd love to see It's just um i mean yeah that concept and apply it to just you know, make a it 3d installment
1: just make it a we're gonna throw this out just breath of the Wild. like you're in this world you go to different like temples that are like evil places i guess you go then the final thing is castlevania but it's i want the castle to be kind of long i don't want it to be like super short
0: i would be cool with the premise so this is a premise people didn't like in this game they're gonna mention but maybe it could work here so in phantom hourglass you had that dungeon Temple mm-hmm. of the ocean king that you can you return re- to it you return to it but like what if they did a thing where like cat like castlevania is you can only progress so far through it it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a, like the uh, no gosh, Tartarus or whatever, like the you know, persona stuff. Like you can yeah. only go so deep or whatever. Then you
1: got to come back out. Then you got to come
0: back out. But like, what if it's more about challenge mm-hmm. or you don't have a certain item and it's like you can't figure out how to progress. So go explore out in the world again and find something that could help you out.
1: Yeah, that. like maybe you, so let's say you do something in the world and it unlocks a part of the castle. Like you unlock like, the armory or something like that and you beat that section of the castle then you have to come back out to get something like something out in the world to open to get another key to the other part of the castle yes. or something
0: i mean the, i mean it's a concept i've wanted this game cup so for a while about the the open world and there's like a singular thing or like dungeons that require you to that's why you're exploring the overworld. You need stuff from the overworld mm-hmm. to deal with these dungeon type yeah, environments. And totally, this could be it. You know, if Zelda's not going to do it. Maybe Castlevania will do it. it yeah, maybe. Awesome. Yeah,
1: I doubt it, but I would yeah. love it. <laughs> <laughs> would be excited. I doubt but, it. You know, the secret of a Castlevania fan is to have your expectations very low. So when something happens, it feels good.
0: Okay. I've got one last patron question, though. Okay. Uh, it's not really – we're going to move on from Castlevania. So our Castlevania talk sure. is now concluded. Closed. It was good stuff, though. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for yeah, – I just I want someone really to talk with Castlevania too. about I, because I'm so I like, fascinated by it. I
2: like
1: that you enjoyed that game.
0: It was just a weird – like, yeah, it was it – was I was just getting enjoyment from it despite, like, the negativity, I think – that we yeah. had about a lot of elements because i mean because it's mostly just a product of its time yeah, it's like an old ass nes game yeah. trying to play play in 2020 but at the same time that they could captivate me like that that still speaks to something yeah, about its totally. potential uh but our last ca- question comes from project dad or project d-a-d mm-hmm. uh with the initials there which nes title since we've been talking about an nes game for the majority of this This podcast, which NES title would you love to see get a remake by channeling your inner Michael Huber to will it into existence? (laughs) Personally, I'd love to see an RC Pro Am remake, and for SNES, it would be Rock and Roll Racing. So
1: Rock and Roll Racing, isn't that? Yeah, we'll keep it to NES or or
0: SNES for. Was Blizzard devs? Huh. Oh, Rock and Roll Racing. I think some of the
1: devs like eventually went on to Blizzard, or Blizzard worked on that or something.
0: Rock and Roll Racing was uh yes. silicon and synapse which is now blizzard yeah, yeah. now known as blizzard entertainment yeah, yeah. so I was I was the predecessor to that. blizzard developed this game yeah, yeah. Nice, nice 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 knowledge there
1: oh i mean man. i know my
0: answer easily. yeah go
1: ahead i gotta fight like, i yeah, mean man. i
0: want because we didn't talk about like, castlevania 2 and i don't want to see this one but like we talked about another similar game i want to see zelda remade. 2 remade i would love to see a zelda 2 remade and I well, would just love like to with see some them. of the RPG elements, like the level, I like, would love them to rework whatever needs to be reworked to make it a better game and bring it like. Do into, you uh, do you want it like audience. 2D or do you want it 3D? Uh, I personally like it to say 2D. I mean, it can do that 2.5D stuff, but okay. I'd prefer it to stick to that um, because a lot of its concepts and stuff have been translated into 3D already. But mm-hmm. the the core essence of that more RPG style Zelda game. Um with like an overall map and then like side scrolling environments. I would l- I would like to see that. Basically like as ambitious as, you know, Samus returns or more, essentially. Yeah, totally. Where they take some they can take liberties for sure. I would absolutely be open to that.
1: Uh let's see. I liked this game Wizards and Warriors, I remember was cool. I think that's a rare
0: game. Wizards and Warriors. I remember yeah. seeing that freaking title. I just never played it. I might might have had friends or stuff. Sure, I mean, yeah. It's, it's it's available now, but a uh, rare, yeah. It's a rare. rare game. Yeah. And David Wise did the soundtrack for this thing. Yeah, nineteen eighty-seven. Um,
1: yeah. Also, this game I liked um, called Clash Demon Head. Yep, I, yeah. That's I like that, that game a lot. That'd be an interesting game to make because it's kind of like, you know, you go through side-scrolling areas and there's like a you kind of go to different spots and pick stuff. You got weird guns and gadgets, skeletons. Could be a weird game. But, yeah, I can't think of anything else off the top of my head.
0: Yeah, I, I like seeing NES because, like, NES games are, like, more in dire need of, like, updating. Yeah, so sure. Touch them. Like, when Super Nintendo, there's like, it would be so many usual suspects, I feel, yeah, like, yeah, be there yeah. that you'd want to see remade or whatever.
1: Yeah, like, ActRaiser or something. Yeah, there's, like, like
0: there... There are some like more obscure NES games I feel like yeah. also could get. I just
1: can't like I need a list and just like look at a list of NES games. It, it's
0: like would would I ever want a Rad Racer? <laughs> yeah. Would you ever want an RC Pro like I mean that's what they said? Yeah. So, like, hmm. like I know that game. I I definitely know this game. I, I RC RC Am. you know, uh also a rare game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh uh, man, uh and, the and Rad Racer game. Is Square.
1: The Batman game, I remember, was sick Oh, on yes. That would be really cool. Like a 2D Batman game, a new one. Damn, I, will,
0: everything. I, will, I will gladly, gladly take that. Dude, I mean, you saw what they that? did with DuckTales. DuckTales Remastered. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, those, there are a lot of great NES licensed games. I mean, game, NES licensed games that were kids oh, loved DuckTales, growing up man. playing them that would work wonders being redone. Yeah, a lot of those old age.
1: Capcom, like, Disney games are really sick. Like, the Chippendale one's are really sick. I played a lot of Mickey Mouse Capade.
0: That it yeah. was frustrating yeah, to man. me. I <laughs> should replay that and see if I can like totally, it now. Totally. But Oof. I'm trying to think of any other ones. I mean. What's the
1: one that everyone loves? I've never played it. Uh, Fax Xanadu. People love that game. I've never one. played it, so I don't really know. Uh, there's
0: Xevious. There's uh, some Star Tropics for Blood. Oh, Star Tropics would be. Yeah. I know that's. I know a lot of people would probably want to see that one for sure. Mm hmm. Um, <laughs> no, that was not a NES game. I was thinking of a. Uh, oh, man, no. I mean, do you think they would ever dare to remake OG Ninja Gaiden?
1: I was thinking about Ninja Gaiden. That could be interesting. If that series is gone now. like.
0: Yeah, because. Yeah, just... I mean, it's like
1: an action game now. But if it's like a platformer yeah. again, that could be really interesting.
0: Um, OG Metal Gear metal gear
2: <laughs>
0: i mean yeah, yeah. that's kind of like the the, the meme is that yeah well, i mean two more so than one like you combine one and two it's essentially like metal gear solid is like the remake of
1: yeah pretty <laughs> much essentially
0: yep. yeah high indeed there's a helicopter to fight. yeah yeah
1: metal gears are all good
0: i mean uh um, i'm all i'm on board for for this stuff, especially with all these rumors of nintendo revisiting now mario classics for the 35th anniversary
1: yeah like yeah, i just last... wanted to even do that just yeah. like zelda games. Like we speculated
0: just... about the zelda stuff too it's like the, but there are like a lot of other deserving games that aren't oh, like for sure. triple a that would love to see them get like, updated i still
1: want zach and wiki to come back i don't think that's ever going to happen but i would love for that to come back zach and
0: wiki and smash that would be happening. sick what if the may you know what realistically maybe a me me costumes yeah that's like i could say that's like semi
1: realistic semi but right. i feel like capcom hasn't even like talked about that game since it came out it's <laughs> dead dude
0: <laughs> i wonder yeah i wonder if that would ever be a candidate for i mean because i'm so angry with motion controls though so yeah i don't know that's true of
1: like you could put it on pc or something maybe i don't know
0: Would they ever put that on something like Steam or something like that? And there's a way to do it. I don't know. I don't know, man. I'd hope so. Um, I know they've been like, there's was there a recent Contra? Or is that the one that? Yeah, there was a recent Contra. Oh yeah, there was. Like I say, Contra's always won. I mean, people. i mean We already had like River City River River City Girls. Yeah. So we already had like a River City Ransom type thing. Blaster. I'm looking through some games. Like Blaster Masters had updates. Excite Mm -hmm. Bikes had updates um double dragon yeah uh ghost and goblins i mean that's series. ghost and goblins a is a really interesting one was yeah.
1: maximo i think maximo was like kind of tied to it maybe i was yeah. wrong. yeah
0: i mean the i mean ninja turtles to the arcade game i mean we already got a bad mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's, that's an example of things go bad i, I do know one though that we haven't oh, said okay. i think uh nintendo fans specifically would might want to see have a crack at um uh, someone take a crack at it it's Kid Icarus. OG Kid Icarus. Kid Icarus, yeah. Because yeah, that's kind of one of the more neglected franchises for Nintendo. Because
1: it was what? DS was the last one?
0: Yeah. And, um, or was
1: that 3DS? I don't know. 3DS
0: but, it was 3DS, yeah.
1: But like, people liked it, but it had like that weird control scheme or whatever.
0: Yeah. Uh, Sakurai was pretty intent on making you play it the way he wanted it to play. Mm-hmm. And it'd be, I mean, that one also, I mean, I'd love that game to come to be reworked and coming on Switch someday. But the OG one. Getting you know, just a, a remake of some kind, like or just even a new kid or Chris of some kind. It's been a while.
1: Yeah, I'm really curious about Nintendo, like making something click with Star Fox, because Star Fox has been in this rough, this weird, like rough position since '64.
0: The thing is, the, the thing is, they keep remaking the same game. Yeah, Star Fox '64 is a remake of Star Fox. Yeah, and then Star Fox Zero is a remake of Star Fox '64. And then you have, like, you have Star Fox Assault, kind of original. It's actually a sequel, like, one of the few sequels. There's Star Fox Command, which isn't really canon, I guess, because mm-hmm. like, has so many different endings. It's a derivative of Star Fox 2's concept of, like, oh, like, RTS, like, solar system map. And then when you go to planets, you do missions and stuff. It's like, oh, okay. Um, questionable controls with the stylus, you know, not the best controls for that one. Um, Star Fox Adventures. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, not really a Star Fox game. Was forced to become a Star Fox game. Kind of like led to some friction between uh, Rare and Nintendo. Um, Miyamoto showing some of his yeah. not so great habits and business yeah. practices there. But I would love Star Fox to come back and have a great game. We had the Grand Prix rumors. Who knows?
2: What yeah, the was yeah, going on with that?
0: On that yeah. Retro or whoever was doing that? I don't know. But I would love to see someone else have a chance to make a star fox game mm-hmm.
1: and, uh, I would really love like an earthbound reboot or
0: something <laughs> I mean people would like, <laughs> like all the games three. that come out here officially? Get, mother three. Like, <laughs> get
1: your games that you've been wanting okay you get the your mother games. collection
0: that's always you get your mother collection, <laughs> but then like
1: a reboot of mother or something like a three d mother
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's what I'm talking about maybe for
0: sure i'm I'm down for that. I also forgot a really good remake uh. Metroid zero mission for metroid because right. i i hate og metroid i think it's a bad game <laughs> uh, it's, <laughs> like, it's, metroid, sure. it's like my castlevania 2 sure yeah so much but there's a lot of potential good ideas there that aren't realized till later but going back and playing it, i think it's awful i think sure, it's an yeah. awful game but zero mission makes it playable it's like mm-hmm. go, go play zero mission like there you go something yeah. like that it's just yeah that's plenty it's like the perfect per- perfect tasteful update in my tasteful
1: opinion. update tasteful
0: dude. update <laughs> Um, yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got. Cool. I, don't, I don't have any more suggestions. We can go on forever for this, but I think that's good. Mm-hmm. Thank you for those questions. Everyone has submitted one. Yeah, um, thanks everybody. For those of you who want a, a question to a future episode of Friend Code for consideration, you just need to be a five dollar up patron. I'll make a post a week of recording calling for your submissions. Um, also, thank you for those of you who are a five dollar a patron. You're part of our early access tier. Get episodes of Friend Code. I know there are shows and podcasts a few days early usually. Um, But everyone else who's just watching this public on YouTube, thank you for supporting the show in your way. Um, Always appreciate it. Uh, We do have some shout outs uh, for for this month. Um, Pulling it up. I have the list here. I hope this is the right list. Um, I I just went to our Patreon and pulled the uh, benefits and pulled the patron. I got, it says March, 2020, but there's no newer month. So I'm guessing these are the confirmed people for April. So these are our shout outs for the month of, april 2020 um and i i did this last time and they looked exactly the same so we're not in may yet so i'm safe so shout outs to greg the dark knight kettering caleb uh caleb crawford i forget your nickname caleb it's not in here on here yeah, I, I apologize. Or it's like, like Togi or toby togi. So i think it's togi I, I, I i'm sorry caleb it's not listed on your patreon so i do apologize for that uh thanis blue and jesse blue love blue. that like blue into jesse blue, blue into jesse blue and shout out, shout out. thank you. you so much thank you brad for joining oh me on sure this man episode.
1: yeah like who would i would never think that someone would want to talk to me about so this, is, this is the thing
0: yeah i want to i want to put that out for our listeners and our viewers so this was one of those ideas that i've been like floating around where friend code when there aren't there's a lot of news especially now because of like you the world dealing with this situation, the situation the and us being in a shelter in place and a lot of companies not be able to continue their work as normal. It just means super light news. Mm-hmm. And so we have to figure out a way to make topics. And one of the original concepts for friend code for episode ideas was these kind of like, I'll say deep dives into individual games. And we really had, it. I did one for Super Mario 64, but it was just me by myself. But I want to try this out. And unf- mm-hmm. like, unfortunately, it's a tall ass. Ass. I'm gonna go back and like replay a game, um, even like a shorter game like this, in preparation for an episode like this. And I, I, I think it worked out well. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, I think it, to our viewers and listeners. No, it was like great. This. It
1: yeah. was great, dude.
0: Brad says it's great. So. It was great. Don't worry. It was great. So I, I mean, look forward to more of these. I, I think I, I, I can tell you this. I think we we got the ideas down for the next few episodes. I the next episode uh, is gonna be a special one because. I'm going to I mean, all episodes are special. It's always special, especially when I have Brad on. The next special. one, uh, return of a guest who's only been on the show once. Uh, Don Casanova. Oh, going to be making man. second appearance on Friend Code along with Ian Hink. We're going to be talking about Super Mario Maker 2. The two of them are going to talk about the final updates, uh, making a world, essentially a whole like Mario game. Um, their final thoughts on Mario Maker 2 after all these updates have come to a conclusion. Um, really excited to see that as well and then i think we're gonna talk about xenoblade chronicles at some point and yeah. then i uh yeah Just not yeah. these news i basically expect maybe more of these potential deep dives into an individual game from like yeah those past
1: definitely want to do like a deep dive into breath of the wild before that comes out that
0: was the one definitely
1: want to do something with that
0: and yeah, so if you like these, we'll definitely do more of these in lieu of news. But something tells me as we head into May and like potentially June that there probably will be some news. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I have a good feeling that we might finally oh. get some, some news. Because we're going to be seeing all these announcements coming from everyone else. The announcements I think are going to start happening in May for everyone else. For, for Sony and Microsoft. I think it's coming up on the time that Nintendo needs to give some updates. Like Animal Crossing it sold a lot, record Dude, numbers. Yeah. Switches are impossible to find. Might be due, imposs- you know a little bit due to some bots gaming the system and sure. causing you know inflation of prices. But hey, you know Nintendo was in a good spot with everything. But the further and further we get after the last first party major release, you know June's the next stuff. Sword and Shield expansion, first part. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. new Smash Brothers character in June. From arms who's the arms character and why is it twintel <laughs> uh, i mean they'll, basically they'll definitely be stuffed by june to start talking about again and i feel like the news will start ramping up again but yeah thank you thank you brad though oh yeah my pleasure yeah. love talking about it yeah and until and i'm tied right there <laughs> that's my new sign off right there um Until next time, everybody, may the way of the hero lead to the Triforce.